It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. Where our discussions are based in evidence. And we try to maintain our relevance. But two drinks in, and we try not to lose our. It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. The slightly crunchy mom cast. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. This is a Christmas edition of the slightly crunchy mom cast. <laughs> this is a podcast with research based parenting information from a real world perspective of two moms just trying not to lose their shit, which I gonna lose if you don't quit it with that bell <laughs> we found a bell it's the cat's collar that has the bell on it well, i was like, like i'm gonna jingle this it's like so this. that people know it's the holidays it's the holidays hey so um we're gonna be taking a break for the christmas holiday whatever you want to call it christmas new year so this week is going to be our last episode for about three weeks and we're going to return in january we're going to return on january the 9th so um With some great shit so good <laughs> we're gonna we don't out, know what it's gonna be we're gonna crush it it's gonna be so good we heard from spotify we're in the top 25 percent of podcasts yes <laughs> consider Which us makes me wonder what that pool is because consider ooh. us shocked as yeah. all hell <laughs> we've been heard in 12 countries how about that uh there's a lot of you out there that consider us in your top 10 so thanks have no idea the number for god but <laughs> when we were looking at the stats i mean color us shocked shocked we're like the amount of content we put out there what was that 97 percent more than most yeah yeah we just like to drink and talk about stuff. <laughs> Crushing it. Yes. So I'm Brittany. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a licensed, licensed clinical addiction specialist. I'm Whitney, and I'm preparing myself for the holiday season. Ho, ho, holidays. Oh, shoot. I threw the bell. You was, better find it. At least you'll be mad. I know, right? She does love this cat. She is obsessed with that cat. Yes, she is. So <sighs> today, we are talking about all things Christmas. Because it's our Christmas special. That's right. You have to do some kind of a holiday holiday episode right? i just went christmas shopping for my kids um last weekend when my mother-in-law had the kids we decided to go christmas shopping i shockingly even though we drink on this podcast don't really drink much um during the week in particular but before we shot i also hate spending money so before the podcast brian and i went and had a beer and i tell you what Shopping was a lot easier mm-hmm, with a bit of a buzz mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brian's like, this is really expensive. I was like, it's our children. We love them. Our children deserve so the much. best plush toy that we can find them. <laughs> <laughs> See, I do. So I used to never shop online until obviously 2020 happened and everyone started doing it that way. And then I discovered Amazon and now I've gotten quite content with the way things just arrive at my door. And so I do do like 95% of my Christmas shopping online. I would love to do that, but you don't have a Meyer. And mm. every time a package shows up, it's 35 questions oh. as to like, well, what is that? Can I have it? Can I open it? Can I help you open it? And I'm like, no, it's a Christmas gift. Well, can I see it? When can I see it? Can I want this? And so it's literally the most annoying. Elise assumes thing it's ever. all just for her. Also, behind you in your window. Vultures. 
There's a ton of them. Uh-huh. They've been there for two days. I don't know uh, what we to do. We should go investigate about it. So, it, so it's it's interesting because I, I started telling Michael about it the other day because... It has to be a deer. So I think it's I think it's something dead in the woods. But they also have been chilling on top of my house. Um, I mean, there's a ton of them. I don't know if it's like an omen. And maybe I'm going to die soon. Oh, good That's God. That's where my head we'll went. We'll Google it. We'll Google it. He'll yeah. tell me. Google yeah. will tell me. You'll, you'll be super sane. What are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking a Highland Brewing ABL IPA. It is a tropical, juicy citrus. Okay. I say, I say it's sexy. sexy. I don't think that was sexy. No. It didn't do Dang. it for me. I'm drinking a hummingbird cake sour ale. And if you were listening last week, you know that I don't like pineapple in my beer, but I had some more. Yes, more pineapple. So my husband Yay. once again got it's got banana, <laughs> Damn pineapple, it, don't like cinnamon, don't like pecans, don't belong in a beer, vanilla, yellow cake, and pastry cream. Mm. All it's, things you'd want in your it's beer. It's not my favorite. Right. And I'm pretty sure he's not listening to the podcast, and therefore he'll never learn that I don't like pineapple in my beer. So let's yeah. cheers. Cheers. Speaking of, boom. Speaking of not listening, uh, I don't know if you listen with your kids, like if they're in the car when you're listening. If I they wouldn't do, advise that, to you. though, because we do curse sometimes. But whatever you want to do. Oh. But this episode, we are uh, going to talk about Santa. And there might be some spoilers. So... You may want to turn it off now. Yeah. So we've touched on some stuff in our episodes in the past. We've talked about, um, you know, like Santa and like having to deal with all these made up things as a parent. We've talked about, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like wanting kids to be grateful and how to balance that with like giving them stuff. We've talked about dealing with in-laws and things like that. We have talked a lot over the last year. God bless you. You've been listening. We've just talked so much. Top 25 Talk, 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 talk. But we're going to talk a little bit today just like about like all things Christmas, right? So we're thinking about like Christmas traditions and like, so so what I wanted to start with is, first of all, I love and hate all the things we do for our kids at Christmas at the same time. Yeah. So, like, on the one hand, I love to see my kids excited, right, about Christmas and looking forward to all the things. But on the other hand, man, we just add work to ourselves, don't we? So, I'm thinking about Elf on the Shelf. And if you're a parent, especially a mom, you probably know what this is. And, look, I got to tell you. I put off Elf on the Shelf as long as I possibly could because I didn't want something else to do every single day of the month of December and something to remember and then try to like rectify when I forget it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I put it off until Elise literally asked for an elf. She was like, my class, so-and-so, 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 they all have an elf. I want an elf. So it's funny. So Thank God for friends. So I got an elf. There you go. And a kitten. And what's funny is... This was two years ago. This was the time that we were buying this house, and we had a realtor, and the realtor's name was Luke. You know? And so... Good name. Elise named our elf Luke. And I it's don't weird. really know why, but ours, our elf And is, you got a cat named Macaroni and an elf named Luke. We do weird things. <laughs> Elise you also had an Amy phase where literally she named everything from her baby doll to her pet rock Amy. I don't Good know name. anyone named Amy like that she knows, too. So, anyways... So, I do the elf. Yeah. But what I don't do with the elf is these extravagant things that some people do. And I know, as a mom, you know what I'm talking about if you're on social media. I'm not. Because people that do it up post about it. They feel like if they have to post about it. If I didn't post about it, I must not have done it. So, like, they'll do things like trash their kitchen. First of all, so now the elf is naughty because he's trashed the kitchen. So, for example, there's chocolate 
powder everywhere and there's marshmallows and the elf is sitting in a mug because he was trying to make uh, hot chocolate. Now, if you do that, congratulations, you're better mom than me. The point that I'm making here is we see those things as a mom, I think, and then we feel a small part of us feels a little guilty because we're like, oh, well, I don't... Listen, when my elf, all I do is move that joker around every night. I set a reminder on my phone to move it around, and I just move it around. I bounce that sucker from place to place around my house, and at least gets a kick out of it. But when I see these extravagant things people are doing... I feel a little bad that I'm not you doing should. more. I mean, you're not. You're clearly <laughs> not a good people, mom. Some people they have gifts that their elves bring, and I'm thinking mm. I'm about to spend so much money on you for Christmas. Why do I also need to bring you gifts from the elf? But anyways, if you do that, that's great too. But I don't do those things. But my thing is, is like I just want to make a request to moms out there: Can we all be in this together and just no. all do a basic something? No. Please, it's no. Christmas. No, <laughs> give it up. I don't do Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you don't. I also don't do social media, so I don't see how great everyone else is. And I mean, I'm pretty. I think sh- it goes to a, a, a branch of mom guilt is the point that I'm making because you see, well, and social media is a highlight reel, and I think we all have to realize that people are putting their best foot forward most of the time on social media. So don't feel bad about that. Just do you and do your family. But I just want to acknowledge that this is something that happens specifically in the Christmas season when I think mom. We just kind of compare ourselves to others. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot. I mean, my kids, I guess, get excited about Elf on the Shelf. I think the biggest peer pressure I get from my children is decorating the house. Mm. They always want to decorate the house because everyone else in the neighborhood is decorating the house. And I'm I'm not great at that either. Where I'm like, all right, let's string up one set of lights and put up a fake Christmas tree in the yard. And we're like, we did it. Aren't they really good kids? And they're like, oh my God, I love it. But like, I think the only Christmas tradition we have is um, that we go and we forge in the woods yeah. and we cut down our own Christmas tree. I definitely don't do that. We have an Often artificial tree. Often with lots of stuff. Yes. So stay tuned for that story in the new year, maybe. I mean, maybe we're this two, one will have a squirrel we're in two it. Weeks like Christmas out, we still haven't gotten our tree. So we're doing the best we can well, with the skill sets given to me by my mother. So let me tell you. So speaking of that, you take kind of your family of origin into your holidays. Definitely. And yeah. so like... So I remember growing up, my mom did Christmas in the biggest way. She still does. I mean, we're talking about decorating every room of the house. Mm. She had pictures, y'all. Listen, she had pictures that she would take down and put up new Christmas framed pictures. Like it was, and I'm going to, I tell you, the house looked great, but I hated decorating because it felt like a chore. It wasn't like fun yeah. for me. It was like all week it would like be that. like, Brittany, on Saturday, we're decorating for Christmas. And it would mean we had to get up in the attic, go out into the barn, get all the storage things down, put all the the normal everyday decorations up, unbox all the Christmas stuff. I mean, we're talking Christmas village. Like it was, a, it, it was everything. Now, once it was up, it was nice and it was enjoyable. But for me... Someone who likes order and cleanliness and structure, it was a chore because it felt so cluttery, like it's a job, right? So I have kind of taken with me in my adulthood, like I remember when Michael and I first got married, I actually didn't want to decorate at all. We didn't have kids. I didn't want to do it at all. And he got so upset about it. And he was like, 
pretty. We have to do a tree like it's Christmas. And to this day, so we're driving home. Our tradition in our family is we decorate the Friday after Thanksgiving because we're off work. We get it down. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, Elise has renewed me in decorating for Christmas. She's changing my perspective because I still don't like decorating. Michael loves it. Elise loves it. So we're driving home. We're like, we're going to decorate for Christmas tomorrow. And I said, Elise, do you like decorating? She goes, what? Are you kidding me? Decorating is my most favorite thing about it's Christmas. my jam. <laughs> and I'm like, God, sometimes she's not my child. She's my jam. And her and Michael are just drinking eggnog and putting on the Christmas music and decorating the tree. And I'm over here like, I wish this stuff would just get put up. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, our family was like, I, mom is ebbs and flows. Like, my mom has, like, got a new hobby every other month, right? Like, she'll decide that she wants to play violin. And then I'll go see her recital. And she's, you know. <laughs> 60 and everyone else is five <laughs> you know, like and that's mom like she'll be like i think i'm gonna try break dancing oh, i'm like oh okay that, go that's great it, and then i go to the recital and she's 48 and everyone else is seven like she just that's the type of person so sometimes she really gets into christmas decorations where like it's the bow and it's like flowing down mm. the tree and everything is great and we're that's like, my mom man and then some days she just forgets and yeah. she's like i just didn't feel like doing christmas this year so there's your tree and there's nothing on it it's basically a half dead tree she's like i forgot to water it <laughs> no see my mom don't like, light even, a match my mom puts she doesn't just wrap a present she puts bows on it the bows are extravagant and here's the annoying thing when you're unwrapping like you got to save the bows oh, for yeah, next year because my mom will pinch a penny yeah oh she'll pinch it and which is why now as an adult i'm like throw it all away i will buy it all next year look at you rebelling look at me you're just rebelling i'm just doing my Thing. I'm just gonna do 35. what I want here. I'm 35. Man. I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> I mean, speaking of like buying things, it does get hard. Also, how do you we, balance it? Because we talked oh. about this in another episode. Like, how do you teach your child to be grateful? Generosity. When you have seven Christmases and then 35 Going years from late, house, to house. house to house, four Christmases later, thousands of dollars have been spent. And I will tell you, I do. The one thing I don't like about an American Christmas is how you blow through those presents. Everyone's kind of rushing, right? Yep. It's like, it's like okay, especially if you have a big family, which Michael does, a lot of them. So you distribute the gifts. Everyone's sitting amongst a pile. You go from youngest to oldest, and you got to move. You got to keep it moving. You open one, thank you, next. Thank you, yep. next. And it's like, now you get home, and then you kind of process. But like in that moment, it's like, it's not even about the gift. It's like, what? other gift yeah and i mean in my family my two kids um uh, my boys are the only uh grandchildren oh boy my brother wasn't able to have children with his wife and so we're they're the only ones and let me tell you my brother and his wife are probably the worst at spoiling them yeah. out of everyone in the family, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they love kids. They just unfortunately weren't able to have any. And so they love Graham and Meyer. And let me, they spoil, I mean, it's, they and bring over like that. 15, fun. 20 yes. gifts for them. And they're just like, whoa, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. we haven't even hit our Christmas. And my thought is always, where am I going to put all this stuff? And it's just, I mean, and they, they, oh, and then they open it and they play with them so much. That I'm like, I'm not I'm not gonna do this on our Christmas day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna be straight up. And so it is hard. Like this year we will do three Christmases. We will do oh, a yeah. Christmas at our family. I'm pretty hard up. Anyone can come on the twenty fifth to our family's Christmas, but we do it at our house. Mm. 
And then we have to do one with my family. And then we have to do one with Brian's family. Yep. And we have four, three, four, including ours. And I just, I mean, when I was growing up, I didn't have grandparents on either side. So there was one Christmas on one day that was just the toys. And I've gr- I grew up really poor. And so that could be afforded for that day. And so mm-hmm. it is hard because you're like, how do you teach your child to be and I, I don't I don't know that I don't know that Christmas is the time to do it. No to be grateful yeah. for like all these things. Well, when it's also like a plethora like you're just I mean they're just showered with yes. gifts. Oh yeah. And I think as a parent too, like I now I did I grew up with a big Christmas. We didn't have a ton of money, but Christmas meant a lot yeah, to the people in my family. Thing. So my grandmother, my grandmother was did not have a lot of money. She kept children. She ran a in-home daycare. She started asking me in June what I wanted for Christmas. That woman saved every month of the year for Christmas and we had these bang out Christmases at her house. Yeah. Not because she had a lot of money, but because Christmas was her jam. Like she wanted everyone at her house she wanted presents that people wanted we she she spent she spent money to provide steaks for everyone that's awesome and that's what so my mom my mom grew up very poor as well and although she doesn't we don't have a lot of money when i was growing up but we had what we needed she would do the same thing where she would put money back all year and we would have larger christmases right so now though i struggle with so i have fond memories of of that when I was a kid, I want to give those things to my kids, but I don't want to overcome them with stuff because it's not about stuff. It's also about, you know, the tradition of it, you know, and like, of course, like being Christian myself, there's a greater meaning to Christmas, Mm -hmm. but I want them to have it all. But how do I teach it all without them just being just like little like consumers of everything? (laughs) I have a side question. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite Christmas gift that you ever remember? This is going to make me sound like a spoiled brat. Oh, go for it. No, you go, you go first. Cause, okay. Because then I totally I'm going to see if I'm going to change my answer. Okay. When I was in maybe the sixth grade, I was always on my parents' phone. I talked nonstop. I talked about you got Haley. A phone line, didn't you? I talked about Leah. We used to talk all the time. And I got this phone and I called a phone number from my parents' phone. And it was like, ho, ho, ho. This is Santa. (laughs) And I lost it. My parents gave me my own phone line, 828-262-3369. Give it a call. It's not ours anymore. Awesome. But like, I I loved this phone line. I would spend hours on the phone talking on this phone line. Well, back in the day, you had to have that. Because if someone was going to be on the internet and using the phone, yeah, we had two phone lines. I don't think we had internet. We didn't have internet at that time. No, I'm a little older than that. You had to, though. but I just was on their phone so much. They had to get me off their phone. I was always on the phone, and I got my own phone line. And to to this day, that is probably the greatest gift I ever got was my own phone line. Yeah. All right, now you go, you spoiled little brat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this was a, it is a big gift, and it was my most favorite gift. But let me before everyone makes their judgments, let me, let me preface it by saying it was it was really looking back, it was for the family. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. But so. <laughs> So we lived in a neighborhood, the houses weren't big, but they sat on like a little bit of land, right? So it was like more spread out, like uh, they're like an acre or two per house, right? Uh So they weren't like the neighborhoods like I live in when you're on top of each other. 
I think so. Not only was this just like a great present for to have as a kid, I also had no idea. And as a kid, my parents were pretty obvious with stuff, and I was also pretty like sneaky. So I knew most of the time a lot of what I was getting. This was cool because I had literally no idea. So Christmas morning came, had my normal like Santa. So even though I stopped believing in Santa when I was little, I actually don't even remember when I believed in Santa. My mom still did the tradition of like certain presents. We still do it as well. Yeah. And I will do that too. Yeah. So I had my normal Christmas, like whatever. And I thought that was it. And I was, I was like 14. My dad was like, um, well, there's one more thing in the garage. And I'm like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to go out there and you come out, you know, after me. So I walk out into the garage, and there's a purple golf cart. (laughs) And I jumped like three feet in the air. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And I raised all kind of hell on that golf cart. Like everything we owned, me and my neighbor strapped to the back of that thing. I strapped a boogie board to the back of the golf cart and pulled her around in the wet grass. Like... I had so much fun on that golf cart, but my, my like I said, my family also used it too to like uh-huh. ride around and whatever. But uh, I also got in trouble on that golf cart too because I tried to take it places I probably shouldn't take it. Um, but it was that was my greatest gift. And That's a pretty good one. Yeah, it was a good one. You think uh, Elise believes in Santa? So it's funny. Um, I think I told the story about her asking yeah. about Santa. And this was either last year or the year before. And then last year, I did something so dumb. I wrote a letter from Santa, and she was struggling to read it. And I didn't want her to feel stupid. And so I was like, sorry, baby, mommy's handwriting is not so good. And she looked at me, and she was like, but this is from Santa. And, and you're like, like, oh, right. yeah, my bad. My and bad. Mike, my Michael's, bad. Like, Michael's like, Brittany, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, let me tell you what I think. I think Elise, deep down knows that Santa's bullshit. But Elise loves all things like exciting and pretend and like she's such an excitable kid. And so I think she feels like she wants to believe and so she's still trying to force herself to believe Ah. and she doesn't want anyone especially me and her dad to know that she doesn't believe because she's afraid that like the fun things will stop you know like listen when i tell you i was like 15 and my mom was still writing me notes from santa like and it was fun it was part of christmas it was exciting it was a surprise so no i don't think that she does but i know for a fact my kids don't so (laughs) but do they act like it they act like they do, like even so, Meyer. So a few weeks ago, Graham is asking me a ton of questions about Santa. I mean, and we've talked about this in the mythical creatures episode, yeah, where yeah. I'm like, I'm not great at it, like, and I'm, I'm also not lying. I'm not. Great I'm not at lie. it. I mean, I don't mind like fit, but I'm just not great at it. So I finally looked down and I was like, Hey, Graham. He was like, Yeah. I was like, You know, Santa's not real, right? He was like, Yeah. I was like, How do you know? He's like, Well, Mom. You know, Graham is a rational person he was like well i mean one guy is going down a trillion chimneys to drop off gifts he was like that doesn't make any sense he was like and also reindeers don't fly yeah they don't i was like all right my man i was like don't tell anyone okay i was like keep this between us there's some kids that really believe it about a day later uh, i'm talking to graham about the tooth fairy and because he's about to lose his two front teeth. And I was like, well, you know, the tooth fairy doesn't have a lot of money. Like, <laughs> so you're going to get like a dollar or mom, two. And he goes, mom doesn't have a lot of money. He goes, mom is a tooth fairy. <laughs> and Meyer goes, mom. She was like, he was like, the tooth fairy is just like Santa. It's you guys. And Graham goes, yeah, the tooth fairy is a nurse and an accountant. <laughs> and they have plenty of money. I was like, the tooth fairy doesn't have any money and just go along with the fun time. Okay, my man. 
So, like, yeah, there's nothing in them that believes that Santa exists. See, it's funny. I, I sort of... But we still play it. We still play it. We're making cookies for Santa. I eat my favorite cookies. Right. Well, what's funny is like we went to this little festival, right? And it happened to be Santa there. And I'm like, Elise, do you want to go see Santa? And she was like, not not really. (laughs) And I was like, well, but see, the mom and me, I'm like, well, the line is really short. And this is a great opportunity to do it. It's free. And we can just tick that off the list for this year. Like picture with Santa, right? And I'm like, just go ahead. Rhett's here. Like... Let's just do it. And and she was like, all right. And she just like literally like stood next to him like a foot away. And he asked her what she wanted for Christmas. And she was like, I don't even remember what she said because it was just like small nominal things. What does she want for Christmas? She wants a new bike and a ah. skateboard. So also an ER trip. So that's what's in my favor. <laughs> um, so that's good. So look forward to that. I'm going to also get a Blue Cross Blue Shield um, credit. I'm going to start an HSA for my Christmas. So that's good. <laughs> She's not very But she is so cool. She's going to eat it on the pavement a thousand <laughs> she really times. Is. She's going to eat it so hard. And stay tuned for that. <laughs> Thank be God the hoverboard stage has passed. Somebody gave us a used hoverboard. Oh, and yeah, Elise and I think liter- shorting out. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so she would cruise on it and it would just die. And so she would just fly off because it just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> she kept shorting out. And that was after she took chunks of my wall, my crown molding, <laughs> off of my house from like cutting the corner. I'm sure you didn't handle that well. So afterward, no, of course I didn't. And so afterwards, I'm like, Elise, um, you don't, you didn't seem too excited about Santa. She was like, well, I know that's not the real one. And I'm like, and I'm like, what do you mean? You, I mean, this is a good Santa. He had a real beard. Like he was the whole thing. She was like, yeah, I mean, because mom, like the real Santa knows that kids are going to be awake right now. So why would he be sitting here in the middle of the daylight? And I'm like, oh, okay. And then she looked at me. She's like, do you think, do you, do you think I still believe in Santa? <laughs> and I was like, well, that feels like a leading question. And I'm like. Do you believe in Santa? She's like, I do. You believe me, right, Mommy? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, Whatever. I do believe in Santa. You believe that I believe in Santa. And I'm like, I'm like, girl, like, she's just worried her present's going to stop. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. That's what I think. She's just worried, like, something's going to short out, and she's not going to, like, you what, know. What's your favorite Christmas me- uh, memory? You know, you asked me that, and it's sad. I mean, I guess, like, the the frou-frou thing to say is, like, so I said about my grandmother, we used to go to her house. It was, like, four hours from my house. It was always, like, a big drive, and she's passed away. She's not here anymore, but we used to go to her house, small-ass house, and it was, like, 85 degrees, and there's, like, you know, 25 people in it, but it was fun, you know? It's like you come together, whatever, but the one I think about, like, my most predominant Christmas memory so this is when we lived in another part of the state. I had to be young. I think I was about five years old. So I, it was a young memory, old memory. And we had this tradition at the time where on Christmas morning, my godparents would come over who lived up the street, and we would go to IHOP and have breakfast on Christmas morning. Good old IHOP. Would, and, and this particular year, I had gotten this present that I really wanted. It was like this plastic mermaid that you could get in the bathtub with and when you squeezed it it was like ah ah and it like lit up creepy yes but i loved it (laughs) and so i had gotten that present and so my uncle came over or my godfather i called him my uncle and he would say he said hey does or i had not been feeling well leading up to christmas and he was like hey do you want to still go to get breakfast at ihop and so my dad right as he asked that picked me up and he was like, and he looked at me and he said, Brittany, do you, do you feel okay to go get breakfast? And right as he was asking me that question, I vomited all over <laughs> him. And for some reason, I just remember. 
were like puking all over like like and then and then he looked at me and he was like and it was all over him and he goes well guess not <laughs> and we didn't go to IHOP what no <laughs> my most memorable I've got two I really want to dial it down to one but I've got two my most memorable was when I was living in Togo West Africa oh and yeah how was Christmas there well you forget about it right <laughs> like because it's not the hoopla and there's not whatever but I had gotten malaria and so you I got malaria yeah did you not know that I don't think I did yes I'm sure I told that's you that's a bugger so I had gotten malaria and so I was on day like hey side note yeah not to our previous episode about my anxiety and medical issues I went to Honduras one time when I was 17 and I took malaria medication as a preventative go on they do that <laughs> yes you do that it made me so sick yeah and I was like what am I doing I don't you have do, malaria you actually do that so you're, I stopped yeah that. when you're in the Peace Corps you're supposed to take it all the time so <laughs> I had clearly not taken it and I had gotten malaria and I had had like three to five I really don't remember days of like 106 to 107 fevers dang and so i was like in the like little clinic and they had it was over the christmas holidays and so what you do is even though we're in togo if the embassy goes to where the peace corps um does their medical and that's where the peace corps is but you are allowed to have off american holidays so even if you're togolese and you're working for the u.s you will have christmas off and so i had finally broke my fever i believe it was day five i mean by broke it it was probably like a hundred really hadn't ate much and they had let my friend ellen stay with me because i was all alone in the little hospital and everyone is gone and we are hungry so i you know the person who cooks for me is gone she has the day off and we're hungry and so the the um doctor had specifically said to me don't leave the clinic like i know that your fever is broken you're feeling better but like you need to not leave the clinic well we're starving so we decide to leave (laughs) so we go get chinese food and when I say that after not eating for five days oh and having 106 to 107 fevers for that entire time, I was, she, the doctor had come back and finds me bent over this toilet. I am so sick. I am vomiting everywhere. I am so crampy. I'm like rolling like on the floor. Vomit Christmas stories. She we have is bringing in these plates of food for us. And she's like, what? have you done here and i was like <laughs> i was hungry <laughs> and that has always stuck with me the other one i have is one time my mom this was before we had children my husband or my brother and his wife have been married a very long time um and the, she was there i don't think brian was there because he doesn't remember the story but clearly mom had forgotten to thaw the turkey all the way through. oh lord so we get together for Christmas. We're cooking this turkey. We cook it for the allotted time. We bring it out. And this 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 shit is raw. Like it is not even no. like somewhat cooked. It is raw, right? <laughs> so we begin to continue to eat or to drink while we're waiting for the turkey. Four hours later, the turkey is done and we are all shit No kidding. We couldn't open the gifts. <laughs> we couldn't function at dinner. <laughs> we literally all had to be in bed by eight and we had to do Christmas the next day because we had gotten so oh, trash wow. while trying to cook this turkey that was frozen that we just like totally totally like a just christmas a, vacation story there right <laughs> oh <laughs> man well we hope you enjoyed uh those christmas stories we'll and we miss you for a few weeks we'll miss you but we hope you have a great uh christmas new year's whatever you celebrate and we'll be here for you in the new year and thanks for listening all year and we look forward to seeing you again until next week bye oh, i gotta get my glass there it is